Are you a jerk to your wife and kids? Are you struggling to just function in life and matters such as work, social interactions, and home life? You don't have to answer that out loud. That's the good news. And you also don't have to stay stuck and miserable. There is help and there are answers from my guest. So stick around. Welcome to the Fatherhood Challenge, a movement to awaken and inspire fathers everywhere to take great pride in their role and to challenge society to understand how important fathers are to the stability and culture of their family's environment. Now, here's your host, Jonathan Guerrero. Greetings, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me. My guest is Kyle Carnahan. Kyle is a successful body and mind transformation coach and CEO of Superhuman Fathers. He's also a father of five kids and married for 20 years and counting. He knows what it is to live a life without purpose and identity and the misery it brings. He also chose and learned to rip his shackles off and really live. And today, he's here to help you do the same. Kyle, thank you so much for being on the Fatherhood Challenge. Honored. Thank you. Like we talked about before, man, uh, there's nothing I would rather do in this world than have this conversation. So I appreciate you creating this to get this message out. We do love stories on the fatherhood challenge. And so I know there is a, a powerful story with your experience and with your life that is absolutely inspirational. So let's start with the story before leading before and leading up to the start of super, Superhuman Fathers. What is the story behind Superhuman Fathers? The story is whatever every man truly wants. So many men think, I don't know my purpose. I don't know my purpose. Your purpose is all around you. If you just open your eyes, you know exactly what you need to do as a father. You need to connect with your wife in a deep spiritual level, you need to lead your children by example and create the ultimate gift of yourself for them by creating an incredible human that they admire and look up to. You need to build your kingdom, keep them financially safe, provide hope for your wife and your children for a better future. And you need to get your body in elite physical condition because it is a gift that most of us neglect. So when I came to that conclusion, I realized that that's not the easiest of tasks to do all of that. <laughs> but I knew that I needed that. I, I craved it. Um, and it took me a long time to find out that that was not only my purpose, but every man that I tell that to is like, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and so I went through my own struggles early in my marriage where um, in the beginning, I was neglectful to my wife in being the man that she needed. I was still a boy. And in doing so, I would cause more of a problem with my presence than making it better with my presence. Meaning where I would go, there would be a trail of mess left behind me. Where I would go, there would be drama and neediness. Where I would go, there would be complaining and negativity, maybe some anger and irritation. And that only got more difficult as I had children. And as uh, we went through some hard financial times, um, some ups and some downs, I became a fireman and then a paramedic. And you throw some of that in there with 
um, some of the stresses of life that that starts to just build up inside you. And if you don't have the right place to purge that and understand what's going on with you, you emotionally and psychologically, um, that can come out as anger and irritation to the family, especially as your body starts to gain more fat and deteriorate and get weaker as you get older. So now there's a frustration of physically, and now there's a frustration uh, emotionally from the stress, and there's no place to purge it. And then you lose your presence, meaning you're always in the past or the future, um, and there's regret and fear. And now you're just this ball of anxious negativity and low vibration that's just bleeding all over your family. And there's this moment of where are we and what happened? I've found that almost all men go through this at some point in their lives as a father. Um, and this is the base of superhuman fathers. This is where it started because I started finding fit, fitness and uh, learning that even in my 30s, which I'm 42 now, that I could build an elite physique uh, without having to obsess or just like having to spend four hours in the gym. I, I started to understand that I just needed to get my nutrition right and be consistent. And uh, I could feel really good and look really good. And I started to get some confidence back. And I noticed as I started to feel good in my own skin that I started to treat my family a little better. And I leaned into that and realized the same consistency and discipline I used in my body, I could use in building my marriage and my relationship with my wife. The problem is we, as men, we focus on business or work. And then if we're, if we're really disciplined, we'll focus on body and nutrition. But we don't do much else. And even some guys will even focus on spirituality. They'll, they'll read their Bibles in the morning or go to church. But they don't have a system or a structure of how they connect with their kids, how they lead their children, and how they connect with their wife. Um, and so it started with fitness. I am incredible at body transformation. Like if you go to my Instagram and look at my transformations, it'll blow your mind. Um, but now it's not just the body. It's, it's everything. There's two key takeaways I got from what you just said. And one is the fact that getting in shape isn't a matter of spending hours and hours and hours at the gym every single time you go. It is the discipline and the consistency of showing up time and time and time again, even the times when you don't necessarily feel like going, it's just showing up consistently and really good nutrition. And the other thing I thought you said was really powerful. And that is that while some may have a routine of actually doing prayer and reading scripture, which is absolutely a great thing to do. That is not the same thing as taking action and actually spending time with your kids and connecting with them. That is a very purposeful and very deliberate decision. Your time in scripture and your time in prayer should motivate you and inspire you to do that. But those two actions, scripture and prayer, will not connect with your kids for you. It will not spend time with them. So just like you have to spend time with God, and that has to be a very deliberate decision, you chose to get up in the morning, you chose to pray, you chose to read scripture, 
you also have to choose now to connect with your kids and spend that time. Those are the two things that I got from what you were saying. Pretty close, spot on. Yeah, it is spot on everything because you got to look at everything separate, like in these different aspects of life, like how are we doing in each aspect of life? And if you're if you're missing one, there's going to be bleed over into the others causing turmoil. We do. We do. We are held responsible to do it all. We really are. And I mean, we're not we don't have to be perfect. We just have to have a plan in place that we're reviewing and continuing to get better at. That's Mm. all. Like your wife doesn't expect you to be perfect. Like effort, effort, this like energy of like really focused on trying to be better will create hope. When you create hope for your wife, there's so much forgiveness there because she's Mm. like, I see progress. I know where we're going. The problem is when a man just turns into a blob. Yeah, just checks out, right? And just blobs out and then starts actually going backwards. Gaining fat, becoming more apathetic, becoming more irritated, maybe even making less money. And they're just like, and and again, they could be making more too. That has nothing to do with it, but uh, progress in all areas, you're going to create this hope, which is going to create an excitement and a connection with your wife. Now, also, we can't substitute that for actual connection with your wife, which would mean eye contact, touching each other talking about life, expressing your love through this crusty pride that we have between us and our spouses all the time, where we're just in business mode. Like you have to break through that crust. You have, you have to be the leader of the family. And when I don't care if she's mad at you, I don't care if you have negativity towards her, you have to use discipline and break through that crust and have these connecting moments where you profess your gratitude and your love to her on a regular basis. It sounds so simple, but you know what? So is lifting weights every day. It's like, that's so simple. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. if you don't do it, it doesn't do anything. And these moments of connection with your wife are like lifting the weights, but for your relationship. And if you do it every day, you'll be like, why didn't I do this for 10 years, 20 years? (laughs) Why why wasn't I doing this? It's like, I don't know. Why weren't you? And the dads you've coached, what are the signs of a dad who's lost his purpose and identity? Oh, it's energy, man. It's this low vibration. And you know what else it is? It's, it's complaining. And, and it's attacking people that are actually doing it on a high level. That's probably the biggest sign is when you, let's say you start to level up your life. You're starting to watch what you eat. You're starting to kind of maybe even like make some creative business moves. And people are telling you, hey, you shouldn't do that. That's too risky. Hey, you should enjoy life. What What are you doing? Why aren't you having a beer? You, you know what? You don't have a beer with us. Like You're just different. You've changed. That person is lost. They're miserable. They're trying to hold you into their miserable like darkness. They don't want you to get out. They don't want you to leave. And also, your actions are now telling them the alarms are going off in their head. Like, I know I need to do that, but I don't want to. Mm, it's the conscience yeah i mean i mean i get so much hate on my instagram and the messaging that i do and i don't it doesn't it it hurts me for them man because you i can just see the insecurity and the pain and i'm like oh there it is it's so obvious the part that's got to bother you the most is the fact that you're looking at them and you know they don't but you know they don't have to stay there 
No, it's and you wish they could figure it out and realize this is a matter of a choice. This is no one's no one's holding you in this prison. You're choosing to stay there. Yeah, yeah. I will um I'll ruffle their feathers sometimes. Like I'll put out a reel or something that just talks about I'll just I'll just tell my wins. Tell my wins, you know? I'll tell I'll tell like like my my marriage is the best it's ever been. My kids admire me. I'm proud of who I am. Um, you know, I built the seven figure coaching business in 18 months as a fireman. Um, and, and, you know, I just tell my wins, but it is crazy. The response between people who are so deep in the darkness is just hatred when they see someone who's rising and growing. And then there are like the humble that have seen the light and they, they're like, okay, oh, I'm looking, I'm seeking for leadership. And they're like, is this the guy, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and they're the ones who will make their way out of that darkness, but some just, they'll never get out. They'll be stuck there forever because they're so blind and they cannot take any responsibility. And all they do is just, they're just so full of negativity. They just can't do it. That makes me wonder, what is your approach with a dad who's experienced significant abuse and trauma in childhood? How can they be restored to their full potential and be nurturing to their family? Bro, it is, listen, we don't, we don't try to run from our pain here. We embrace it. So the whole idea of like, it's my anxiety and my, my anxiety causes me to lash out to my family and my depression makes me apathetic. I'm like, (laughs) you, you blame everything else. Do you know, do you understand that those, that anxiety and that depression, that is the magic formula if you can sit in it, that will create the man that you need to be. And when I, when I say sit in it, I mean, can we feel uncomfortable and yet still perform as an epic father and husband? Like, can, is that possible? And that's the question I ask. Is it possible? And the answer is a resounding yes, it is possible. Okay, well, if that's possible then what do we need to do to become that man? Starts with awareness, massive awareness, and then practice. So if, if let's say I'm used to, I, I have massive anxiety from my past and I have massive anger, right? Okay, I'm driving home from work and it starts to bubble and normally I'll go have a few beers to calm it down. Well, what if I tell myself, how long can I hold out in this suffering? How, how long can I be a good dad when I walk in that door? How long can I bounce back quickly when I do lash out? Like, let's say I do uh, have an angry lash out on my kids and I go, ah, I'm trying not, I'm working on that. I'm sorry, guys. I, I'm not drinking. So it's like, I'm feeling this tension, but I'm going to get better at this. And I'm, I'm going to get through this. I'm actually going to become the man who can suffer at a very high level. Because a man who can suffer and sacrifice for his family is truly a leader to his family. A man that has overcome addictions, a man that needs nothing can truly lead. Because if we're always running to vices and sedation or letting the anger out, we're showing our family that we will fold when things get hard and we are not dependable. Also, if our body is a blob and we don't work on it and we don't control our food intake, we're also showing that we are not dependable. When things get hard, we run to addictions and we run to sedation. So that is the skill set to learn. That right there. How long 
Can I sit in this pain? And at some point, can I be the man that ultimately accepts all struggle, pain, and suffering for my family to be the leader, the father, and the husband that my wife needs and do it with a smile on my face, feeling proud of the fact that I'm crushing life amidst this turmoil that's inside me. We have talked a lot on this program already about physical fitness and that is really making me wonder what is the link between physical fitness and mental health? Um, there's a spiritual connection here and, and anybody who's got, who has this level of discipline understands that when you deny yourself, um, addictions and sedation, or just, just always running to pleasure or rest rather than your purpose in life, which we covered what your purpose is. Um, then you're going to be spiritually disconnected, not only from God, but from other people. We all know that there's this urge to be better. When you listen to that, it gets louder. And part of what that thing tells you, and no one can argue with this, it tells you to take care of your body. It, you know things that you should and should not eat. It, it, the, that voice inside you tells you, really, you're going to have another one? Really, you're going to drink another one? If you listen to that, it's going to get louder. And when that voice gets louder, now you're guided more. So you're guided by this a, a spiritual guide in your life that is more clear. As you go deeper and you listen more intently and you act more aggressively, your spiritual connection will get stronger. And when you actually have this guide now in your life, your confidence shoots out the roof. When your confidence shoots out the roof, you have a massive self-respect. When you have a mass self-respect, you have self-love. When you have self-love, guess what you can do now? Love your people that much more. And so nutrition and exercise and taking care of your body, it is essential. And if you're not, you're leaving so much spiritual power on the table. It's really interesting when you let go of vices and addictions and things like that that you're talking about. And when the transformation happens, your eyes, the way you see your family, the way you see your kids, everything looks completely different through that lens because now your family has completely replaced those addictions. Everything that you were getting out of those addictions, your family has now replaced because you've put all of the energy there. What's interesting is most addictions really don't require a lot of effort. And they deliver a reward. Correct. And that's why so many men gravitate towards them. It's the easy way out. Your family takes work. Mm -hmm. But the interesting thing is you put that work in, your family delivers so much more for a lifetime than any addiction ever could. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but like you're just your success in every aspect right? Like you're going to get benefits in every aspect of your life by giving away things that hold you back. You're going to make more money. You're going to show up in a room more powerful, more influential. You're going to have more impact. You're going to see other people. You're going to lead. People are seeking for leadership. They're hungry for it. They're just waiting to find the right person to lead them. And to help them make their make the moves, you can be the catalyst for that. But if you keep making excuses, 
then you're leaving them in the dirt. You will help no one. You will impact no one. You can't lead someone until you've actually done it yourself. You can't give away what you haven't earned. And so, yeah, we, 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 do, we take the harder road. Who do we respect? We respect men that can do hard things. Every man respects a man that can say, I'm going to do this hard thing and then does it. We're meant, we're meant to work, to expand, to grow, to create, to connect, to build. All of those things have resistance. It's, it's going to be difficult. Far more difficult than we would ever imagine. But why be afraid of that anymore? Like if you can get over this idea that, oh, that's too hard. That's going to take too much time. Or, oh, that is going to be a lot of work. What if you told the story to yourself that I'm not afraid of hard or work or discomfort anymore at all? I, I'm just looking to grow. And I'm, I, I'm making goals and following my conscience of what I'm here on this planet to do. And I don't care about the consequences anymore. Zero. Like you get to that point, you're unstoppable. So let's shift to another fear a lot of dads have, and that is time management, juggling a business, maybe work, marriage, fatherhood, and fitness. Is it really possible to have it all? I'm doing it. Yes. And so are my men. But how do you have to, how do you do this? Okay. You have to be, you, you got to be scheduled and, and that schedule first of all, comes down to bedtimes and wake up. Like that's number one. Like you have to go to bed early. You got to get up early. Like that's just the way it's going to be. And, and you want to regiment that the best you can. Now, you know, I've been a fireman. So sometimes shift work uh, makes that difficult and or more difficult. But I did it as a fireman. I was up at 430 every single morning, no matter what. I'm over full, full-time fireman. Um, and I kept my fitness together. How? dedication to being this man and not making excuses. And what did I just say? Accepting the consequences, which is discomfort. The more we can be uncomfortable, the more success we'll have in all these aspects of our life. So go to bed at the same time, wake up at the same time. That wake up time should create enough time for you to get your head right, get your spirit right, and get your workout in. I tell my men, do not steal from your business for your family, for your fitness or self-development, we do that stuff in the dark. And so when you take that upon yourself, well, guess what? Now you're getting real consistent at building this man because every morning you wake up and maybe you do some meditation and prayer. Maybe you do some reading. Maybe you do some, uh, some journaling and some self-work and then you get yourself to the gym. And in, in, that, in the gym, 30 minutes to an hour, however you structure your workouts, you go to war. And when that war is over, you've taken care of yourself mentally, spiritually, and physically, and now you're ready to go to work and make some money for your family. When you're at work making money for your family, you should be looking at progress. How am I going to move up in this company? Or how am I going to leave and start my own business so I can not have a cap on how big I can build my kingdom? Or if you have your own business, are we complacent? Do we need to hire more people? Do we need to spend more on marketing? Do we need... Why do why are we stuck at the same revenue? And why haven't we done anything to change this? You're going to if you can really start to go to war when you're at work, you're going to feel more amazing. You're going to have you're going to be more excited. You're going to have more fire when you wake up in the morning. 
You're going to love your workouts in your mornings because it's going to prepare you for that war at work. And then once you're done with work, you stop. And in your the most difficult, most tired moment of your day, you're going to go to your family. And you're going to show up for them at a very high level. You're going to know when you walk in that door, okay, this is going to be rough. This is going to be the hardest part of my day because I'm not going to sedate. I'm changing my life. I'm going to show up and be present for them. And even amidst my stress, my frustration, and my natural anger, I'm still going to smile, give them energy. I'm going to play with my kids. I'm going to pick my wife up, spin her around, tell her I love her. I'm going to help her with dinner. I'm going to help clean up the dishes. I'm going to do whatever it takes. But Kyle, I just worked all day. You know, I don't care. Like you want to be, you want to have it all. You go home and you get to work for your family. You don't sit on the couch and just watch TV. You help your wife. If you want to have a great marriage, come home and serve your family. And don't think, man, I can't wait to get home so I can sit down. Wrong plan. You've delivered a very tall list in this program. And dads are going to look at this and think, there's no way I can do all that except for the fact that you just said, Some of these things, you're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. You aren't going to get this right on your first try. At least most of you aren't. But you said the key is getting back up, doing it anyway. Keep going. Keep trying it. Don't give up. Don't stop. It's the consistency. It's not going to the gym and I'm going to lift 500 pounds. I'm going to bench 500 pounds on my first try or else. It's no, I'm just going to go to the gym every day and work as hard as I can. It's showing up. It's yeah. doing it every time until you get it right. Here, let me simplify it for, for that level. So your base, your, your foundation, wake up times, workouts, nutrition. There's your focus, right? And then throughout the day, I'm going to repeat nutrition again. You're going to focus on because nutrition is constant because it's constant temptation. You're going to focus on nutrition and emotional reactions. That's it. Kyle, how can dads learn more about superhuman fathers and connect with this community and get the help that they need? I post on Instagram all the time, different messages and have for years. Um, You will see me never miss just like I never miss in most aspects of my life. Some I still do (laughs) we're working on, Um, but that's, that's the process. So at superhuman fathers on Instagram, I will show up for you every single day. Um, And then if you are interested in joining the brotherhood and getting this level of accountability and being around this level of human constantly, um, then you can hit the link in my uh, bio or you can go to superhumanfathers.com and uh, just book a meeting with myself or one of the brothers. All right. And just to make it simple, if you go to the fatherhoodchallenge.com, that's the fatherhoodchallenge.com. Go to this episode and look right below the description. I'm going to post the links right there. So all you have to do is just click on them. It'll take you right to the website and it'll take you right to where you can get in contact with Kyle. As we close, what is your challenge to dads listening now? Uh, You will not change if you don't surround yourself with the people that have the life that you want. It won't happen. There it is. Be around the people that you most want to be like. The change that you want to see in yourself, be around those people that reflect that change to you. Kyle, thank you so much for being on the Fatherhood Challenge. It's been absolutely an honor to have you here. Yeah, my my pleasure. Again, thanks for creating the platform and putting this message out. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Fatherhood Challenge. If you would like to contact us, listen to other episodes, find any resource mentioned in this program, or find out more information about the Fatherhood Challenge, please visit thefatherhoodchallenge.com. That's thefatherhoodchallenge.com.